Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of White Couch Blue Pillows. Uh, my name is Nathan. Again, you'll be hearing me referred to as Whitworth. Uh, today, I'm going to start it off with a uh, would you rather question. I'm going to ask this, and then I'll have everybody, you know, introduce themselves following their um, response to the would you rather. And then you guys can do a brief explanation if you want, uh, whatever. Uh, so the would you rather is would you rather eat a Stranger's toenail clippings for once a week or have everything smell like rotten eggs? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, that being said, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Michael, but you'll hear me uh, called Africa, and uh, I'm, I guess I'm having some, some toenail cereal once a month because uh, I really like being able to smell things, and I can smell things really well. Jesus Christ! So it was it was once a week, by the way. But um, oh well, you know, uh, I'll just start my Saturday mornings off right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate would you rather's for this reason because I overthink the shit out. But I guess I would have to go the same route as Africa and just eat some nasty toenails once a week. Oh okay. yeah, I'm Logan by the way. So, Sorry, I forgot to do that. My my name is uh also Nathan. You'll hear me commonly referred to as Glinsky instead. Um and my my question for you, Nathan, is uh are they the same person's toenails clippings every week, or is it like a different person's toenails clipping um, every week? Well it's, uh, it's a stranger toenails, so like I would say just any random person. Yeah, in that case, I'd rather go with the uh, the rotten egg smell. Because I, my thing is, is like, what if you get some old person one week who just has like toenail fungus? See, I didn't clean them. Yeah, I didn't do mine either, and I, I agree with you. I would, I, I think I would actually rather do the <sighs> rotten egg smell because I feel like after so long, you kind of just get used to a smell rather than a taste. Yeah. And so I'd rather, you know, deal with the fucking smell. <laughs> you, you know, that that kind of checks out, though, because you're like a texture person. Yeah. You know, like, as far as food goes. So, like, but, like, I'm thinking of it in forms of, like, like Logan. I was thinking, you know, you can clean these and cook these. You just have to eat them. Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking you fucking clean the shit out of them, blend them nice, and just mix some of that keratin into your milk on your Saturday morning cereal. Yeah. <laughs> like, like protein powder. Protein yeah, powder. a little bit of a toenail whey. If you I guess yeah, I guess we didn't explain like how you had to eat them. You could totally yeah, like grind them up and just like yeah. salt them on top of your fucking mm-hmm. shit. Just a little oh, bit fuck. of spritzy sprit of stranger's brain. <laughs> it's just the uh, thought no. that like, Yeah, it's the you. thought. No, the yeah. the real thought, the real thought that that plagues me right now is that you've been getting some good toenails from a stranger and then you meet a new group of friends and your toenails change. You know, so like you have to go in there with the knowledge that you've been eating someone at the table's toenails because your toenails yeah. have now changed and it only changes when you meet the stranger because it has to be a stranger's toenail. Hey, you could get out of it in a way like you could just 
theoretically meet every single person in the world. Uh, and then you would only eat baby toenails. Right? I, what? <laughs> what does, why does that Wait, make it better? Is that... But it, it would, I don't think they would be like fucking like riddled with fungus and shit like that. Sometimes, you know what I mean? I get feeling. Like I, I mean, baby I see where you're coming from, but like, God, I know it's weird, but like, <sighs> I feel like I'd rather eat a baby toenail, than... and they're smaller, so there's less to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but <Sorry>. like. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I I don't know a baby. It wouldn't be a baby. It'd be like a toddler's toenails. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's worse. Toddlers get into <clears throat> some disgusting shit. Yeah, but they don't have like gangrene toenails. <laughs> that's that. that's very good. fucking true. This, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I see what you're saying. Like, as a matter of consistency, like, if it yeah. is genuinely any stranger. You're just getting some toenails from any old stranger to, yeah. to, to meet everyone so that you get some consistency for your Saturday morning breakfast yeah. is, uh, is, um, is, yeah, I can see the value in that for sure. But um, oh, anyway, Christ. on that note, I have a welding topic for this week. Oh, please. Everyone Anything but these toenails. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> ready. Uh, so... It's this is another one, just like last week that I had no idea was a thing. So, Sweet. when two pieces of metal touch in space, they become instantly welded together. What? Yeah, it's I, pretty crazy. Wait, that's actually fucking that, crazy. Yeah, that makes sense because that would be the like individual molecules with a gravitational pull, right? Um, it's not quite that. It's not? okay. Um, so it's called cold welding. It's, mm -hmm. uh, and the metals have to be either just bare, like mm -hmm. untouched, or very highly polished without mm. any coating on them. Gotcha. But, okay. Huh. So you mean like actually in space, not like on a space shuttle or anything? Yeah, like in space okay. and like in the radiation of space. So That's basically, sweet. yeah, what happens is like the metallic bonds that hold the atoms together just like bridge the gap and just like create because there's no atmosphere to mm -hmm. keep the, yeah, there's yeah. no like oxidization layer. They just like mm -hmm. you touch them and they just go together because it's just there's nothing there. Well, see, Pretty yeah, cool. that, that makes complete sense to me because like if it's pure and you know there's no oxygen or atmosphere to like oxidize your your metal and create that little film uh all metals have what's called like a sea of electrons where they just constantly like share and pass around like the the electronegativity of their like their molecules so like they're all just joined together and if you had some more on the end they would just naturally want to be part of each other exactly so that's really cool. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting. Definitely something I wouldn't have thought of, but like yeah. you're right, it does it it does make sense. It's just mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of makes... makes meteorites make more sense now too. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it's giant hunks of metal. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Huh. At least most of them. Yeah. But yeah. That's wild. 
it, that, that's also like really crazy for for later in like in like human space travel that'll be really handy yeah it's, it's like all you really need to do is just like scrape off some of the oxidat oxidization or if you're out in the fabric of space just give her a little scrub scrub and then pow you're just making shit out you're just cold welding everything together and so the i wanted to look in to see if a lot of that happened in the construction of like the international space station but i just didn't have time to but mm. i'm assuming a That's little bit a how little they bit covered it maybe yeah. so well, they well yeah that would have had to have been like you know yeah so uh, another question I have is: Is it would it have to be the same types of metal, or could it happen between, like, say, you have a piece of aluminum and like a piece of iron? Would they like? I would think they would have to have it. Mm, I feel like they would have to have the same number of electrons. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I don't. I'm, I don't know, but that would make sense to me. This. Apparently it was like first recognized in the 1940s, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it was like used like way back before that. Huh? In the 1940s? Yeah, that's whenever it was first recognized. Hmm. But the history of cold welding goes back much further. Um, I was kind of Googling. Looking <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, just curious yeah. on how they did cold welding without being uh, out of space. Well, I mean, maybe if you created vacuum conditions and like cooled mm. it to yeah, like uh, to like space conditions, you could thing, like achieve similar effects. I don't know, I because the thing about like even in Earth's atmosphere, you can create like a vacuum, but it's never like a perfect vacuum. Yeah, and it also doesn't have the like the radiation and. <laughs> stuff like that mm. like there's always going to be a little bit of earth in a vacuum or you know what i mean yeah 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 mm. ultimately we're still on earth and ultimately like some of the things so, that are specific to us we can't get rid of yeah um <clears throat> before cold welding uh for like joining two or more metals together the oxide layers of Surfaces of the materials need to be removed. Most metals under normal conditions have an oxidized layer on the surface that forms a barrier preventing the metal atoms from uh, bonding. Once this oxidized layer is removed, the metals can be pressed together under high pressures in order to create uh, metallurgical... Is, is that how you say that? Uh, bonds? Um, and you, <laughs> this, this, uh, oxidite or oxide layer can be removed by using wire brushing, degreasing, or other chemical or mechanical techniques. Uh, and it's apparently this is like, it's used for softer metals. Like <laughs> aluminum. Yeah. Aluminum, copper. Oh, okay. Huh. Which would make sense because like, that means, uh, it, it, all it has to do is be out of its normal like conditions. Yeah. So. But if you think about it, a softer metal would take less force to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Put together, like if it was like 
forged steel, it would take way more force. Yeah. It's interesting, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It really is. So uh, it seems like we really got focused on the like micro details of that conversation, um, which I think is a great way to introduce my, our next topic, which is uh, what would we do if we created just a micro nation, which is basically just like if I were to go out in my yard and just declare it an independent country, obviously nobody's ever going to recognize it, but like it's a thing. Like that's my micro country now. So if the four of us just got together and took like an acre of land and made a micro nation, what decisions would we make to guide like our micro nation to glory? Um, before before we get into like mm -hmm. what decisions, didn't they totally make a uh, um, you're thinking American of American Dad? Dad. Yeah, yes. yeah, they did. Totally make an episode <laughs> over this. They did, perhaps. <laughs> so here's my thought on it. Like, just I haven't, I didn't do any research on it or anything. This is like just my brain. So, first off, like, as soon as you do that, you're basically cutting yourself off from any, like, natural resources other than what you already have on hand. Yeah. And any support <laughs> from whatever country you're in. So, in this case, it would be the United States. Well, so, so like, here, here are my thoughts. Here are my thoughts. So to answer your, your original question while, while like adding something to the conversation, like all public goods would no longer really be accessible to us. Like, yeah. you know, roads, <laughs> like, you know, like electric, like plumbing, like healthcare. Mm -hmm. So these, these would be like extra country stuff mm -hmm. because we we like maybe we get lucky and we have dual citizenship you know yeah. in our in our country and in this new country that we just started <laughs> so like all of our plans for this new tiny like maybe uh, mm -hmm. 11 acres and a bunker country you know have to be like like immediate like so, public goods public works yeah. like roads infrastructure <laughs> all of these things yeah. otherwise it's like eventually just like a kid who decides to run away from home before they can get a job it's like <laughs> eventually we fucking have to return to our to the, yeah. the status quo or be taken in by so. another <laughs> There, there is actually a loophole to where you can still get America's resources because I've I, I did a lot of research. I was really bored this week, and I just ended up on a YouTube rabbit hole about this, and that led me to other research on it. Oh my so, god! <laughs> what, there's a few people who specifically what they do because there's like hundreds of micro countries in the U.S. right now. What they do is is uh, as long as you still pay taxes, the U.S. will let you retain your citizenship. And let you access all the resources, all the food, everything you need. So what they do oh. is, is they just, whatever they mail off their tax check, they just write, this is foreign aid instead of it, like, paying their taxes. So they just call it foreign aid instead of paying taxes. And like, the government's basically like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, what's the point in forming your own country if you're still going to pay taxes? Because, well, for one, you can raise your own taxes so other people can pay your taxes. Um, so it's a great way to get out of having to take tax responsibility for yourself. 
<laughs> and two, uh, they also can issue their own passports, so they kind of become like a safe haven for people. Like, uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting. You should really look into it. Like, there's one woman who hands out like 200 passports a year, um, wow. and even has like her own post office and everything. Wow, in her backyard. That is, that um, is, yeah. Mm, I okay. I can see it. <laughs> now, I I can see it now. That ma- it makes good sense now i guess yeah and to also solve a resource problem we could totally just declare a war on france because they would probably surrender and uh you know then we've just got access to all these natural resources you know i i don't understand at all like i i I know why like the france the france surrenders like meme as has been around especially in america but like you, you you guys know that French was uh, France was like a world superpower, and they currently uh, have the most fearsome like anti terror unit on on demand, right? Like yeah. all uh, of these yeah. guys are like extremely well trained <laughs> and like. First yeah. off, good thing we're not terrorists. <laughs> Second off, I mean, you'd be declared as one if you fucking. I mean, get no, because we're yeah. a sovereign nation. Like, but we're, we're are we one, sovereign? Though we are, we are, we are a are nation. One are we sovereign? Exactly. Okay, but we are one nation declaring war on another nation. Okay, we're classy. We're not terrorists here. Okay? Yeah, but if you're, just, yeah, you're... But just because you say that doesn't mean they're gonna see it as oh, these motherfucking yeah. terrorists like. Well, like, say you're based out of, like, your your sovereign country is mm-hmm. within the United States. If you're declaring war, France is an ally of the United States, correct? Yeah. So yeah. wouldn't that give the United States full just authority the opportunity to, to just annex to, you? To, to absolutely fuck you up. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know what I mean? If I remember right, the the episode Access. of fucking American Dad it would have to go over so American soil. Yes, you would have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would have to. Yeah. I like, can't think of the words for that. But like, uh, essentially, it would just kind of be like the the same rules as like all of the communes that occasionally crop up. Or like the the there's all sorts shit. of different dude. I I don't know what's going on. It literally connects, disconnects, and then reconnects. So weird. Yeah, it just there's keeps French. doing it. Like right there, I watched it disconnect three different times before it kicked me out of the chat. All right. Well, go ahead, oh. Logan. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back in 1931, there was a man. With a weird name, it's hard to pronounce. Uh, uh, go ahead and try to pronounce it. Plenty, go for it, man. Plenty El Wingo <laughs> is the best way I can pronounce it. Plenty El Wingo. L, L-, L- is a uh, Lawrence. That's the only like. Plenty Lawrence Wingo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um. Obviously, 1931. You know, Great Depression times. Uh, mm. This man. He owned a small diner in Abilene, Texas, and much like many people, his diner was closed because of the Great Depression. And um, he decided 
after a ch after he overheard some children saying there was nothing left to do in the world, everything had been done. He decided that there was everything wasn't done, and he wanted to walk around the world backwards, full backwards, like hundred percent. And he so he bought a pair of reverse reverse glasses with mirrors in them and oh my started training <laughs> to walk backwards. Okay. Oh. What a weird flex. What a weird <laughs> flex on some literal so, children. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but I distinctly remember it. did you guys ever watch the show Hey Arthur? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I distinctly remember an episode of this where Buster tried to break that world record, so he like had the mirrors on his chest and everything. Um, <laughs> what? But like, uh, okay, so here's here's the weird part to me, right? <clears throat> you're you're a business owner, right? Great Depression happens, horrible time, terrible economic crash, and like. You manage to live through that, and your next immediate thought is like, some kids were talking shit. I'm gonna walk around the world backwards. That's my whole goal now, from now <laughs> until the day I die, is I'm going to walk around the world backwards, and then I'm gonna fucking do it and actually wind up in a history book. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, goddamn. <laughs> it's good. But... Um, so, on April 15th, 1931, facing west, he set out east. He didn't have a whole lot of money, and he basically depended on strangers and selling autographed postcards on, like, while he was on his journey. <laughs> <laughs> and so... He was often stopped by police, but he carried local newspaper copies describing like what he was doing, so they would just like leave him alone. And, yeah, uh, I I would understand that actually fully. <laughs> a police officer like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, just so, just imagine like in 1931, police stopped people because they were walk or stopped this man because he was walking backwards. But if you saw someone walking backwards today, you just like. You'd be like, oh, okay. they're fucking Dude, on something. Yeah, like, you'd be like, what? They're like, what is that guy doing? And you just go on with your day. Like, the police aren't gonna stop. Yeah, walking backwards. But yeah, that's just it's wild. Interesting. That that that's really like that almost sounds like I, I'm very happy to hear that it wasn't, but that sounded almost like a, just a psychotic break, just like you lost too much in the Great Depression. So, you so just what started I... watching, walking backwards, and then you never stopped. Yeah. So where did where did he start? He started in Santa Monica, California. So he <laughs> okay. He walked, he basically walked across the United States back. Hmm. Like, he got to New York City, and he, wanted, he needed to make some money. So, he agreed to walk around the top ledge of a 12-story building to make some money. So, he could continue this. And then, 
he walked to Boston. So like he walked he walked backwards from Santa Monica, California to Boston. Like with no money, basically. Just making like twenty-five cents for a postcard and like people helping him. Like he did this. Which is insane. I mean, it is still really, really crazy. Don't get me wrong. That's a far cry from around the world. Okay, well, I'm not done yet, but I just oh, wanted oh, okay, to look okay, up. Okay. I just wanted to look something up real quick. I should have had it ready. So, Santa Monica, California. But like, to... that's just nuts. Just imagine the amount of shoes you would have to purchase. You know? So I have the um the wiki pulled up for this. Yes. And not only did he do that twelve story building journey or, or deal for money, but so he was robbed. Yeah, he was robbed when he was done with this. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> How much money did this man make off of this to get robbed for it? It doesn't it doesn't say how much he made, but oh it just like it's a, he did this. He was robbed by a partner, and then oh well, And then he eventually found the thief, beat him up, and ended up in jail. But the beat judge him let up. him. But the judge let him go when he explained the circumstances to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> this guy I, lived an absolutely wild life. Can you imagine? He walked backwards. I thought yeah. this like like Africa. I thought this was just gonna be your run of the mill tragic like Great Depression story, but it sounds like he really came out on top. <laughs> like like can you imagine this man's like you're like, hey man, I'm gonna pay you a lot of money and get all these people here to like to like, you know, come and see you and pay you a lot of money if you do it. He does it, you immediately rob him, take your cash back. And this skedaddle, and this man is just power walking backwards, back to you, fist swinging in the air, going, going, pointing backwards at you. Hey, you motherfucker, get back over here! You, you eventually oh. get run down by this man who okay. beats you up, presumably backwards. And obviously, <laughs> obviously not backwards, like no. way, but but the thought of that is fucking hilarious. It's fucking just he's just looking at the mirror, swinging behind this. He's throwing. <laughs> he's just throwing fucking bows behind just him. Mule <laughs> kicks and bows and spinning back fists. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, and beats the shit out of you, and then he gets away with it because he told the judge, "Hey, he scammed me out of my money." <laughs> so oh. I, I, I looked this up. The quickest route. From Santa Monica to Boston, walking would take 40 days and 18 hours. That's walking forwards. We all know you'd probably walk a little slower backwards, right? Yeah. And it's not like he has GPS either to tell him, like, turn left at. He just just had a fucking atlas or some shit with him. Yeah, he just had mirror glasses and he was going. But. So, anyway, yeah, he. He had that stuff happen in New York, and he ended up walking to Boston. And so to get, like, he obviously can't walk on water, you know. Mm-hmm. So he. I'm surprised up... to hear he's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> surprised. So 
he ended up taking a working passage on a ship to Germany. And he worked under a very cruel chief steward who worked him, like, mercilessly, I guess. But he made it to Germany. And he walked all the way through Germany to South Turkey, where he was stopped by authorities and told that he had, they told him he had to leave the country for his own safety. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> These goddamn Americans walking backwards through our country. Backwards, bro. This is weird. (laughs) (laughs) For your safety, you have to walk backwards back to your fucking country. (laughs) I just I just think of it as this guy's walking backwards on the street. There's just like old Turkish men just like throwing down their brooms and being like, I'm tired of these backwards Americans. (laughs) But uh, luckily for him. A wealthy Italian paid for his return to Santa Monica, which then from there he walked backwards to Albaline, Texas, back home, you know. And uh, how many how many pairs of shoes do you think this man went through? On his uh, easily ten. Easy. And we got a ten. What do you guys think? It's a Great Depression, so I don't think he really had that many shoes. So I'd say probably five, and oh, he just like how long did last. this? How long did this trip last? Um, we were missing a lot of dates on this. I say because if I if I had a like a time period, I feel like I could probably narrow down the amount of shoes because like oh, it's okay. obviously going to be a lot, but like he walked from April fifteenth, nineteen thirty one, to October twenty fourth, nineteen thirty two. Holy fuck. So over a year, almost a year and a half. Christ. Actually, it is a year and a half. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I go through a lot of shoes in a year, personally. Like, I, pro- I probably go through, like, two, maybe three pairs of shoes a year. He went through 13 so, pairs. Christ, man. Okay. 13 shoes. 13 pairs of shoes. That's actually not near as bad as I was thinking. I, yeah, I was I, mean, I was thinking like twenty or some shit. Like I mean, if he walked eight thousand miles, roughly. Yeah, no. yeah backwards, which yeah, means backwards. he's like going to probably destroy them even more because yeah, like because well, like the toe of your shoe is obviously like weaker than the heel. Yeah, and, like your steps would obviously start on your heel or not your heel, your toes. Like I feel like you would go through them pretty fast. You would be you would be toe heel. Uh well, I don't know because you're Dude. pushing with your with your toe, which you're already doing, right? Because you're like yeah. I feel like you'd be pushing with your with your toe still at the same time, but you'd be landing on your heel. So like I feel like it'd be very similar wear and tear because like no, you well, already well. walk heel toe and like you push it off would be... your toe. It would be the reverse of that of normal walking. So you would you would lit like when you pick your next step toe to heel. You would Mm. go off your heel to your toe and your you're like your toe doesn't have a whole lot of grip either. So it would probably slide with every step just a little bit, you know. Dude, I I just imagine this man's calves were fucking just Popping, fucking ripping holes in his jeans because they were just so muscular (laughs) after this. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. Actually, so I, I was skimming through this, and I'm really glad you said that, Nathan, because I actually just found out that because he was walking backwards, it changed his muscle anatomy, so his calves actually rotated to the front of his leg. What the fuck? Oh, right? Fuck. <laughs> I did not... That is not on the Mickey page. That's yeah. What? No, this is like a this is like a what the Washington Examiner. It's a Washington Examiner art, article, and uh, yeah, he had apparently like reversed his calves so they were on the front of his leg instead of the back because he walked oh so far God. doing that. What God. the actual fuck? Did he just like continue walking backwards for the rest of his life, or did he like switch no. it back up? He because like. It. God, that would fucking put so much strain on the body. Like, relearning how to walk forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, after he went back to Albaline, he was over. Because, like, he was in a lot of local newspapers during his journey, but he quickly faded out. And he... Well, his wife divorced him, too, I just read. Yeah. Like, while he was doing it. He published a like his or his his documented voyage was published in 1966. Didn't sell many copies, but it re released in '82. And uh, but under a new publisher and cover. And in July 1976, at the age of 81. He walked across the width of California selling postcards for a dollar. Damn. And he actually managed to talk his way onto the Johnny Carson show and <laughs> on July 20th, 1976, and he got paid $342 for the appearance. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, that, that same year, because again, I'm skimming this article, he also was paid $500 to walk 400 miles backwards to the opening of a Ripley Believe It, Believe it or Not Museum. Well, I mean, like, that that is kind of the... I, I think I would be pretty pissed if I was in his situation, too, because you did something just because you said you would. Mm-hmm. But at the same time you still think it's going to make you successful, you know? Like, you still did this crazy thing, and no one gives a shit after you blitz through their town. You know, like, like there was was a a person in a bear suit, right? Roaming around uh, a lot of the country. And I was working one day and actually saw him outside. But until this exact moment discussing this exact man, I had forgotten about that whole memory of that person in the bear suit going around the country and stopping at various places to be, to be like recorded and do like little, little charity things. Yeah. And I can only imagine that it was like that, but tenfold because I wouldn't have even known uh, like why he was doing the do unless I went and got on my phone and like Googled it on my lunch. And so I'm sure that that's exactly what happened to this guy yeah. is like people saw him and they were like, huh, what a fucking weirdo. Like what another, <laughs> another guy who just lost his mind from the great depression. And then that was the end of it. You know, Oh, look at that guy walking backwards. I didn't know we could walk backwards. And then everyone figured out they could walk backwards too. It's you know, it's just. I walk backwards all the time. But I mean, 
To this I'm sure day. He probably also like looked natural doing it though because it took him a year and a half. Oh yeah. He like he probably got to the point where it was just like he looked if you looked at him you'd think he was walking forward towards you but yeah. he was actually backwards. Yeah, cuz his calves were just fucking on the wrong side of his leg. <laughs> <laughs> but to this day he remains in the Guinness World Record book for greatest extent of reverse pedestrianism. <laughs> My gosh. Dude, I don't know. I love Forrest Gump, but like, fuck, dude, we need a movie about this dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it should be a movie ever. <laughs> it should be a movie about with Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh god, Mark Wahlberg, please star in this movie. <laughs> well, they, they have a picture of the guy on here, and he looks like he looks kind of familiar, but. I can't think of anything. What's this guy's name? I, I, I think he. Uh, I'm looking at him right now, and he has generic. I've been through the depression phase. You oh, know, yeah, like yeah, these, like this, this like a uh, sad, sunken features. Well, I'm looking at a picture of him from 1919. Oh, okay, okay. So he was a younger, younger guy. Hmm. But she was 30. When he started doing, started the walk backwards. But he very he lived a very full life. He died at home. I mean, we're, we're, we you know we don't get the whole story too. Like I'm sure he met a lot of interesting people and oh, got yeah. like such a like. I don't know. He went through some shit. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it for him. I I obviously didn't have. The full story because Polinsky found some stuff. I mean, there, that's all right. Like, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the wiki and there's not like a whole bunch here. Yeah, like, that's why I was just gonna run through the stuff that was on the wiki because it's. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to interject. It's just like, no, you're good. A lot of really cool no, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you it's, added, you added it's an interesting thing. Cool like, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's the man who walked backwards, Lenny Lawrence Wingo. <laughs> yeah no it's not like i i don't know to me like that it's still tingling my spine that like slowly through repetition of the activity that his like calves just slowly swim rotated around yeah. his leg that's, bone that's what i'm wondering did it did it it's do like, a rotation or did it just like look like it was getting sucked from one side to the other i'd say it looked like it was like I, i'd say it's just his tendons and stuff just like morphed the other way around his shin because like from like when i used to run track in high school like i, I had shin splints really bad when i first started and you can look like you can feel space between your bone and your calves when you have them really bad and it's just mm -hmm. fucking painful so i could only imagine like how much pain he had at the start of all that yeah i'm mean, just his tendons moving and his muscles moving yeah i would say that because imagine imagine like uh you're younger and you're going through like your growth spurts that fucking pain of like yeah. Growing is probably what he basically was dealing with on the daily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, 
even if he like what like would his calf move back because he was walking forward again? Like Yeah, he'd have to go through all of that again. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's I rough. That is it's fucking wild. I, yeah. That is intense. Definitely interesting. Definitely mm-hmm. something I would never attempt to do because um Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> I like my but, calves uh, where they're at. Yeah, I'll walk yeah me backwards too. backwards across our room. But that's I, I walked <laughs> backwards enough in marching band that I, I don't think I ever need to do it again. So. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. No. I, cra- I, I <laughs> crap walked. Same. I didn't yeah. have to ever really walk backwards. Yeah, <laughs> marching backwards. It kind of fucking sucked, actually. Like, I used to have to march backwards with a tuba. Yeah. Dude, calves for days, though. Drum on me, boy. I think the worst experience I ever had with that was we got a really big gust of wind at a competition one time, and we had to be walking backwards, so I was up on my toes with wind just blowing into my fucking tuba, and I almost fell backwards. Well, do you want to pop us to the next thing? Ah, yes. So, so from, from walking backwards to sexual attraction. All right, so it's time, ladies and gentlemen. For uh, another a new scarier sexy, and I I'm genuinely intrigued because I want to learn. I'm I'm gonna tactically use these to learn more about you. So, scarier sexy, furries. Ooh, scary. Scary. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Really? Really? No. Like, okay. Okay. Like, okay. 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 No. Hold on. First of all, you you didn't see any like cartoon media <laughs> as a young as a young lad, and that awakened something in you as you I were mean, getting into per, uh, into puberty. Like. Okay. I mean, so I have a, I didn't I have a side really... note on it. On I think right, right. there's a difference between like man taking on animal characteristics and animal taking on human characteristics yeah but he's right. not talking about that he's talking about yeah. like the, the cosplay right yeah oh yeah, yeah 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 i'm talking yeah. about i'm talking about uh, there, there's a two front mm-hmm. thing that i'm talking yeah. about right now okay mm-hmm. so like on the first half mm-hmm. do you find like furry art furry art attractive and on the second half it's like is furry art scary or sexy and is like furry people scary or sexy like people who put on the uh the suits mm-hmm. of uh of varying of varying flavors are, okay, are so these people scary or sexy to you so th- here's what i was gonna say right. i i'm not attracted to like any of it if that makes like I it does, I don't have an attraction to that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I'm mainly saying I'm not gonna I I wouldn't say sexy at all anyway, but I'm mainly saying scary to the people like the costumes themselves aren't scary and the artwork isn't scary, but I'm mainly like the people behind that are what scare me more I guess. Yeah, I don't mean. <laughs> Not because I, I don't. I don't have a. It's, to me, it's not sexy or scary, but putting into this, like, I'm gonna pick scary because it's. I'm yeah, just because it's not a into false it dichotomy. Yes, yeah, yes, I understand. I'm just, I'm just not into <laughs> it whatsoever. But yeah. I mean, I, I guess I get it at the same time. Like, so put put this into perspective here. Um, 
the new uh, animated Lola Bunny. Mm-hmm. People fucking went nuts for her. People, uh, she she's yeah. sexy as fuck to people, and like, mm-hmm. I, I I personally just I don't see it, but like, whatever you know, like to each their own, I guess. I, I just I don't know, man. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, you know, I find furries scary because you're taking a human and making it look more animal, and that yeah. I just find scary. Now, in the case of Lola, the reason, like, yeah, Lola's a sexy bunny, but the reason is, is you know, they gave her a big, big rack and like curves and you know stuff that a bunny doesn't usually have. So they took an animal and made it more human, and I think that's why more people find that attractive as opposed to like cosplaying as an animal attractive because ultimately the goal of a furry is to look as much like the animal as possible well i mm, you see i i would uh, disagree with that point like i don't think anyone who's like into into furry stuff is like making a fursuit to make you look like a cow you know what i'm saying like it's like to look like a a, a smashing, a meeting in the middle of, like, some of the animal traits of a cow and some of the, like, uh, like sexual human traits and just smashing yeah. them together. There's not, like, there's, uh, like, maybe do- there is some, but, like, from my experience with the community, it is not, like, somebody's out here just making clef hoofs and becoming as cow-like as possible, and then they're just a Wait. human in a cow. <laughs> So what so, do people find sexy about that then? Because like I just uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's like on the urge of bestiality at that point. If you're like, yeah, like <laughs> I, it's like I don't know. Like obviously, it's not like exactly the same as no, just like not at all, bestiality, but... but like at the same like point, <clears throat> it's kind of like a stepping stone, like. You're like at the door of it, but the door's like cracked. You know what I mean? Like it's right there, but at the same time, it's not it's, because it's something well, like, it, different. It's like, kind I, of I, like I, doing pot and then saying no to meth. Well, that's not. No. But like, no, no, I, I am going to step off of what, what Glinsky just said. Like, I don't really subscribe to the idea because I, I do find furry art specifically very sexy. And then, like, furry people, it's like, yeah, well, it depends on the person and what, they, what they're, like, fursuit notwithstanding. Uh, but, like, I, I, I kind of don't agree with the premise that, like, it's a, it's a, it's a gateway drug to bestiality. Yeah, it's like, not... I understand, like, ideologically you could make those leaps in logic, but it's not. Like, the, the problem with, like, with, like, like like pedophiles and people who are uh, like uh who have sexual relations with animals is that like there's no way to get consent from those things you yeah. know like you can't get consent from a kid you can't get consent from an animal so like sex is not okay ever you know <laughs> like you can't ever like be not abusing that power dynamic but, like, with furries, you know, it's like that's another human being. Like, they may be choosing to present themselves in a new way, but that's another human being. It's and just like, a, I mean, essentially getting 
down into the nitty gritty. It's just kind of a role play thing. I mean, yeah, precisely. You know, it's like, it's all it's all performative and like I like at least for for like the the art aspect of it. It's kind of just like the the cute of of an animal mixed with like the the sexy of a human being. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's what sets it <laughs> yeah. apart from being like like the bestiality yeah yeah no i'm I'm just throwing that out there that like that's kind of like it's borderline i don't know i i totally just looked up furry art on my phone Mm. which i'm definitely deleting made a mistake there man it's fucking there now it doesn't matter it's gonna come up on your ads and shit uh, now it, uh, uh, I, I have been I, looking at furry porn for years. I have never once received an ad. Don't even fuck with me with and that shit. Down. <laughs> now we know why this was a topic. Oh yes, yes. No, I, I told you. I told you straight up from the beginning before I even announced it. I will be using these tactically to learn more about you and to share more of myself with you. But like, Dude, I don't, I don't know. I just, I still think it's scary even after looking at it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's yeah, definitely, definitely not scary. It, this is just the brand I'm somewhat yeah, stuck yeah, with. Again, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. It's not to me. It's not scary, but it's not. It's just not attractive to me either. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm well, not gonna, know. I'm not gonna say I haven't seen furry porn before, but <laughs> it, it's, it's not a thing that is. It's just not for me. Like, you, you, yeah. Well, I've, no, I've no, never, no. I mean, I've like, never uh, dipped my toes. I, I, I will say that I, I've never, never been, this, never been dipping. This no. is one of the few areas of porn that I have not dipped my toes in either. And <laughs> it's not like I went for. I wasn't seeking it. It just happened. It just found you. I yeah. see. It was like a rabbit hole. That's, That's the title of the episode right there, baby. The rabbit <laughs> hole. <laughs> the rabbit hole. Yes. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Do we? Do we? <laughs> you do. You fuckers. You do. Oh, you heard it here first, guys. Logan's going but down like, the rabbit hole. But like, <laughs> but like I, I guess I'm to redefine my question, uh, my question, like. <laughs> It would be, it would be, would it be, like, sexy for you to be, like, on a Tinder date, right? And, like, this person, like, like a hookup Tinder date, not like a, uh, not like a a showing up at a restaurant Tinder date. And you meet this person and they open their door as their fursona. Yeah, no. I'm not walking in the house. No, no, no. Or would it be like. Hell yeah! I pull up a newspaper, smack him, be like, "No, off the carpet." To me, no. I'm like, again, no. But like, you know, if I if I walk in there and like I don't know until I walk in there, then I guess I'm experiencing something new, and I'm gonna find out for myself. Sorry, sorry, I'm just I'm still dead (laughs) from what Glensky said. Yeah, it's gonna be a no. Yeah, I'm I'm. Yeah. At that point, if you have, if I'm at your door and you have the confidence to open, like to show me your full in-person self as that immediately, it's only going to be problems. I feel like you know. What oh, I mean? No, that's just crazy intimacy right out the gate, though. Yeah, that's you know it's what I'm just saying? like it's just like 
crazy period per, right there perfect oh i see i see I so that would be there. scary see to yes. me that would that would still be sexy because like that's intimacy like deep intimacy like commitment straight out the gate like that's a level of honesty and intimacy that's like I, paramount I, I feel like it's something you would have to like at least bring up yeah, but, like, but it could it be also, a surprise, but like it goes the into other the... person should know first. You know what I mean? Like for sure, fair, for sure. Very fair, I, very I, fair. I agree with that. But it also goes back into like, you know, it really does depend upon the person. And I feel like if that person is very open about something like that, then like you're probably already not into it, Logan. So like Yeah, you would already know. I feel like you would already know. Exactly. It. So like at the yeah. Mm-hmm. So like no, if no. someone opened opened the door with that, I would immediately think that they're just not who they said they were, mm. and they're just trying to cover up the fact that they're in a lie. Maybe yeah, I don't know. It, it's me. it's a no from me, dog. But like again, like I said earlier, if 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 I was just in the situation and it was there, like I guess I, I'm I'm there to experiment, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Like horny boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm already horny. I already canceled my plans today. Let's just let's let's find out. Fuck around, is, find out. Fuck around, is, and find out. <laughs> this is easy. I might get murdered, but fuck it. Hey, <laughs> hey, if that's the case, it's even higher up on that list. No, if kidding. I if I'm I die today, I don't have to work tomorrow. They're, they're gonna be dressed as a dog, and Nathan's just gonna be rubbing their stomach, going Red Rocket, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. <laughs> God fucking damn. It. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh, fuck. Alright, well, speaking of uh fur Red Rockets sexiness, <laughs> uh I guess we can hop into my today I learned topic, which kind of goes along with furries, but really doesn't. Um <laughs> Today I learned about the Kappa. It's a mythological Japanese creature that robs its humans victim of their how the fuck do you even say that um Shiriko Dama uh and they rob it from you guessed it a human anus well, I would not have guessed that. What? <laughs> um, Who in so, the right mind would guess that? Yeah, I know. I just, well, I was trying to like, ah, dude, you got it. Like, uh, <laughs> that one guy listening at home was just like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. So, like, how how does how does one harvest this? Because I I do know a bit about capas, but like, why? How is this like? Do do they like pluck it out? Of, of your chocolate starfish um, with their hands Jesus or do Christ. they like or do they um, like coax it out of you through song like if you don't bow are they just gonna like fucking fist your ass and so come out with your circular soul what i was reading um they are fuck i thought i read that they weren't like actually like Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Kappas are obsessed with politeness. So if a person makes a deep, or yeah, takes a deep bow, um, it will return the gesture. 
this results in the kappa spilling the water held in the dish on its head. So apparently it also has like a dish like in its head. Yeah. So like um, the anatomy of a kappa real fast is like I'll, I'll post like, a picture on the fucking Discord like, for like you guys. Picture <laughs> listeners at home, picture a like a badger, right? Like picture a badger. Cover it in like turtle scales, right? And then put like a like a bowl on its head that looks like yeah, it's like a like turtle a, like frog a, fucking got a nest on its head like a yeah. uh, it looks like a frog with like a turtle shell yeah and like a hat um but anyway uh if uh in return uh if if it bows it results in spilling the water on its head rendering it unable to leave the bowing posi position until the plate is refilled with water uh, from the river in which it lives. If a person refills it, the kappa will serve that person for all eternity. A similar weakness of the kappa involves its arms, which can easily be pulled from its body. If an arm is detached, the kappa will perform favors or share knowledge in exchange for its arms in return. Uh... So apparently, like, they're supposed to be, like, polite. So I don't know where it goes into them being super dangerous, because there's another one where they are usually seen as mischievous and troublemakers or tricksters. And I'm like, so, like, from, you have all from, sorts of different... From scanning the wiki, it looks like where the danger comes in is when you're in the water. Yeah. So oh, I so guess it like might be a, like, like it's a home. territorial thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because so it also says it will drown them and eat their livers too. Like there's yeah. accounts of that too. Oh. So, so it's not stay just out of the water. Kids. The anus bubble. It's, you know, other organs too. Yeah. And mm. it, it says this uh, the sheer Godama thing, whatever. I don't, I pronounce it way wrong. Is yeah. a mythical ball said to contain a person's soul. Yep. So they 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 take that from their victims to gain their power. So like that's fucking weird. So uh so so like this is the perfect time to plug Miyazaki. They take your dark soul. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, uh, and this is actually kind of interesting. Apparently, they're like super big in like uh, video games. So I'll just list a couple here and there. Um, Animal Crossing. Uh, the Kappa's by name of Cap'n. Uh, he he's the uh, or they're the one that uh, transports people. So in uh, the GameCube, they transport uh, the player to Animal Island if the game, if a Game Boy Advance is connected to the system. Hmm. Um, there's some others like, let's see. So uh, I just I just found this thing on defeating the Kappa, and a uh, common defense against the Kappa is repelling them with a fart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Smell warfare. 
in in Smite, apparently Kuzimbo is supposed yeah, to be Kuzimbo, the king. Yeah, Kuzimbo, he is he's the king of the Kappa. That's yeah. like the only reason I know anything about Kappas mm. is I loved playing Kuzimbo, and uh, it was just uh, <laughs> eventually I got bored and just like read his his biographical information. Apparently, uh, uh, Monster Hunter is another one that like uh, they introduced the. Oh. Tetradon, Tetradon, Tetranodon. Um, it's got a crest on its head that's similar to the air, to the Sarah, uh, and has a move set designed to fight the player similar to Sumo. I don't know anything about Mon Monster Hunter, honestly. So, but apparently, it's kind of supposed to be in it. So, uh, I yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'll uh, I'll I'll post a picture in uh in the in the discord but um i remember this character from Smite oh shit apparently uh apparently lotad the water po pokemon is also supposed to be like one interesting yeah no that's uh, this guy i can the, see it now i can see yeah it. I, that's definitely a kappa like 100 percent. that that tetranodon is like 100 percent. yeah and I'll, I can also see like the the Potad in a way. If yeah, I could find cool. a picture, I'd put it on there too. Because I know Africa, you don't, you hadn't really uh played Pokemon, so I know it from Pokemon Go. I've seen it on there. Yeah. Um. I guess we post it real quick. Here's what they look like. Here's actually okay, all yeah, yeah. forms. Um. But yeah, it's pretty interesting okay. that uh I, I can see that. At least in like in Lombre. Mm -hmm. I I can see it the most. Like in its first form, like not really. In its final evolution, not really. But that the middle evolution, it's like, yep, nope, that's a kappa, one hundred percent. It also okay, says yeah. that some of them are really good in a way, like once you befriend them, they help uh humans irrigate their farms and like they'll bring fresh fish and stuff oh and it's like a mark of good fortune that's like a that's like a really interesting moral because like uh, that's like like the goal of such a thing would be would be like to treat people to always be you know kind and courteous to people uh, regardless of like what they look like because obviously this fucking monster comes out of the the river and yeah. if you bow to it and show it like the proper courtesies then you could actually get something good out of the deal but if you you know like step into a place that you're not supposed to you could get your booty hole soul ripped out of you and eaten <laughs> Unless you fart, and then in which case, yeah, yeah, yeah. in which they <laughs> run away. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my wagon is, is wild. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. And I was like, "That's the best." <laughs> it also it also wild. says they're highly knowledgeable about medis and medicine, and legend states that they taught the art of bone setting to humans. Yeah, that's kind of fucking crazy. Well, I guess huh. if you've ripped enough of us apart underwater, yeah, you, I, yeah, you I definitely suppose. know like, yeah, how to yeah. fix one. <laughs> you definitely know where the bones go. Oh, hey, here, this is actually kind of interesting, too. Uh, folk beliefs claim the cucumber 
is their traditional favorite meal. So at festivals, offerings of cucumber are frequently made uh, to the kappa. Hmm. Cool. Well, I guess that would make sense, you know, because like yeah. what are cucumbers but a big like big fucking uh, water, water tube. So like yeah. uh, but a big water tube. So if your <laughs> if your bowl of water spills, you could just crack open a cucumber from like the river. Just crack open a cucumber with the boys. It's a very very uh crazy thing that probably existed cuz anything could happen. Anything could have existed. Oh, side note. Do you guys think dragons were real? Uh, what yeah. iteration? No. I was about to say, like, what iteration? Because technically, yes, they are real. I mean, like, do you think they were a common thing in medieval times when, like, the dragons, the dragon slayings were, like... I don't think they were probably, like, folklore. super common, but I, I mean, I could definitely see them being a thing. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, we don't have, like, proof... Well, yeah. see, see, here's my thoughts. Here are my thoughts. Because saltwater crocs can get insane fucking ginormous. And exactly. they don't give two fucks about, like, like in England or uh, any really of the European nations in the summer. Like, it's plenty warm for your saltwater crocs to be roaming around. <clears throat> and without, like, any supervision like some saltwater crocodiles could get like really really big like easily the size of four horses you know yeah, That's yeah. so what is that if not a goddamn dragon you know what i'm I saying mean, you're not necessarily wrong but they're like i mean they used to be very big back you know dinosaur ages too mm -hmm. so like yeah. <clears throat> like also these things really resemble like a komodo dragon without a tail and some extras Actually, yeah, they kind of do. So, like, it's not super far-fetched. Like, there's obviously a lot of folklore, but I feel like these things could have possibly been running around. Yeah, uh, I feel like with the exception of they breathe fire, I yeah, feel like that yeah. might be a little much. That's a but little that's much, like... but most reptiles don't ever really stop growing. That's why snakes can get so large. Yeah. So, like... If you had a bunch of like saltwater crocs or even hell Komodo dragons or like some rather large snakes from the that are not native to the area, like it could be it could be a little spooky out there as a as a night. But I also feel like what a better way to justify your like position of power as a as a land owning like martial warrior as to say, like, oh, yeah, this big, huge, horrifying threat came through. I killed it. Here's here's this head of this crocodile. Yeah. Like, uh, I like... saved the town from this horrifying monstrosity. So you guys still have to deal with all of my shitty mistreatment of you. Mm -hmm. Dude, uh, sorry, I was listening, I swear, but there, I was still <laughs> scrolling through the um, the wiki, right? And there's a page, or there's a picture on there and it's a uh, it's a sign that's like a danger for like drowning and they st they fucking put one on it for like dragging people underwater like that's crazy i mean because yeah. i feel like we have we've had so many different like types of you know urban legends and stuff 
But like, I don't think we've ever went as far as to put like stuff like that on signs. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the uh, the weird part about America is we don't have like a long cultural hegemony. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's true. Like a, a place like Japan is like the the like the prime example of like something like that being believed for like generations I, of generations yeah. of generations for like thousands of years having a similar cultural identity. And so like having a kappa on a sign near like rapids, everybody is just like, oh yeah, I will drown out there. Yeah. yeah. But like if you think about our like folklore and stuff like that, like like the folklore in like the United States and stuff, like the Slender Man and shit like that. Like that's our like like folk tale is like this super tall guy with no face. It's just I think a lot of these were used to like obviously keep people in line. Like after yeah, it was a used yeah. as a deterrent. It but definitely like, sounds like the kappa was meant to keep people like kids out of the water and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just like a big thing like targeted towards kids to like be like, hey. Don't go outside at night or else a slender man will get you. Or like, don't get in the water or else you'll get eaten by this. Or your ass will get fucking, like, your soul torn out of it by this crazy turtle alligator frog looking thing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, all folklore has, like, this common trend of, like, it's used to, like, teach children lessons. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, it's, it's we should totally do a uh, an episode just on like folklore and stuff like that. Dude, that'd be down yeah. there. I think that'd be a super interesting thing. Especially just in the United States, there's a lot of really cool shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some weird, there's there's weird and wild stuff all yeah. all yeah. over the place. But it would be kind of interesting to do like a a dive into like american folklore because like i was saying before like we don't have usually, that much I mean, we don't really have those kinds of like the entire country yeah. here it's more of like localized urban legend style yeah, yeah which would sure. actually be a pretty cool thing for us to just like look up certain locations in the u.s and figure out what their fucking urban legend well, is like the... oh go ahead logan no you go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, something that blows my mind is, like, how many different iterations of Bigfoot there are in this. Oh, country. yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah, Bigfoot, yeah. Yeti, and fucking... Yeah, like, there's the Yeti, the more north you go, like, in the south, they call it the Swamp Man, but yep. it, it's all Bigfoot. <laughs> yep. Um. Alright, I think we've probably dragged this out a little bit longer than we really needed to, so um, yeah. does anybody want to take us out? Hey, well, thank you all so much for listening tonight. We've been four random dudes out here living life. I hope you all do the same. Stay safe out there. See you guys. See ya.